Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and thank you so much for deciding to make us a part of your day. We have a very exciting show lined up here for you. We're talking marijuana cakes, bagel man, and possibly even storing, storming, uh, st- st- doing something with Area 51. You guys know the rest of the story. Because here we go! It's not just Yanis and me in this dark room. I don't even turn the lights on when it's just Yanis and me. The lights are off. We're like super depressed. Like no one wants to be here. (laughs) (laughs) But luckily, from across the aisle, from, from, from a bunker, an underground bunker in an undisclosed location, it's Kitty, a.k.a. Steven. Welcome back to the podcast, Steven. Hey, guys. What up, man? Hey, guys. Very, very kind of you to have me back. Oh, no. It's kind for you to show up. I appreciate it. Uh, so, as usual, to my right is Yanis. What's up, homies? You're looking really sharp today, by the way. I just got off of work, man. That's all I said. I came right over. I like it. Thank you. Yeah. I like it. I thought you got dressed up for me. Okay. Yeah. That's fine. Well, I got dressed up for you guys. I appreciate that. <laughs> so, <laughs> we have a lot to get to today. No joke. Um, we have a ton of stuff to talk about. So I'm really excited. But the first thing I want to talk about, this had me dying laughing. A Dairy Queen made a uh, marijuana cake for a girl's yeah. birthday. Um, now, the apparently the mother asked for a Moana cake, and the person taking the order heard marijuana, which if you've ever <laughs> been to a Dairy Queen, makes perfect sense. Right, of course. That's why you I work mean, there. You know, it's like Dilly Bars and Mary Jane. Like, that's your <laughs> life while you're there. So I get it. But please... We will try and post a picture of this to our new social media sites, which I can't tell you what they are because I'm in the middle of creating them, and then we started recording, so I'm sorry for that. But we will try and post a picture of this because this cake is fire. It, <laughs> it is crazy. So, Stephen, please describe this for our audio-only listeners, what this cake looks like. It's the first cake Publix ever had that they had, or I'm sorry, Dairy Queen ever had that they had to sell by the gram. <laughs> Uh, I, I think it was green and white. It was. And, and it I was mean, green you know, and it pretty much looked like a pot leaf. And yeah. there was a pot leaf. But my favorite touch was it had a My Little Pony on it <laughs> with bloodshot eyes. <laughs> Damn it. And it was That's a awesome. green. It was a green My Little Pony. It was like a marijuana My Little Pony. And I was like, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. That's so awesome. So how many people do you think that went through before it got to the customer? At least four. At least for like, there should be like a corporate policy against that somewhere in the handbook. Maybe they thought it was a palm leaf. If they, Maybe. if you think the customer has requested something for a girl's birthday party that might be construed as being, I don't know, um, illegal. In some states, <laughs> maybe you double check. Maybe was that marijuana? No, Moana. Oh, okay. It's that simple, and yeah. it's fixed. Do you think? Maybe like the lady had an accent, so it's like you want some marijuana or ce- <laughs> marijuana, ce- marijuana? It, it, or, or cerebral palsy. I'm thinking like I'm thinking Walter Jr. from Breaking Bad. Like, but if they did have cerebral palsy, maybe he was trying to help them by giving them a marijuana cake. Right, it could help. Level them out. It could help. Could be. Like you know what you need? You need a little my little. Do you think they they had a they had a mold for this, or they had to like cut it out of a sheet cake? 
It was a sheet cake. So it was just a basic sheet cake, and then there's just a marijuana leaf on it, like a printed. No, 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 no. It's printed. Oh, okay. No, which is what's funny. It's like that's printed on there, and then the things on there. So literally, I feel like they were just give. He's like, oh, they want a marijuana cake. Well, this is what my interpretation of marijuana is. It's (laughs) Bloodshot, My Little Pony, and a marijuana leaf, (laughs) and then Happy Birthday, Karen. Happy 25th birthday, Karen. (laughs) Luckily, it was 25th birthday. Right. It wasn't like some girls, you know. Quinceanera or something. But is it more is it more disturbing to have a Moana cake as an adult yeah. or a marijuana cake as a child? <laughs> the Moana. Supposedly <laughs> it's, it's, it's the weirder. Moana. It's weirder as an adult. The, the marijuana, marijuana cake for kids is only f***ed up if it's actually made of edibles. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the only way. Other than that, it's straight. That's I mean, the only time my, you've regretted not being invited to a birthday party. <laughs> the only time. It was lit. Jeez Louise. So if you want a good marijuana cake, (laughs) Dairy Queen is apparently. So it was an ice cream cake. It was an ice cream marijuana cake. That's where it's at. My gosh. What will they think of next? Way better than fucking Dilly Bar. (laughs) (laughs) To some people. All right. So next up, I want to talk about something that has me very excited. You know, I've gone through, it's been, I've had a roller coaster of emotions with this saga that is known as the Bagel Man. Dude. Okay, I'm sure we've all seen this when your Napoleon Complex comes out and you're just trying to get your breakfast sandwich. Right. All right. And that little Joe Pesci man. <laughs> Listen, I was raised by a man. I, I may be a, a large gentleman myself, but I was not always. And my dad was like 5'5 five, five and like Dang. 110 pounds. Yeah. What? My dad's 5'7 and yeah. my mom's five foot and somehow I ended up 6'1. I have no idea how. Yeah, my my mom was six foot flat. That's definitely where it came from. Oh, there uh, you go. She was a big old bitch. And, uh, <laughs> let me tell you though. I mean, I've got that manlet streak, and you know, another way you can say it, we're all manlets. You know, you're, you're four foot twenty five. I'm four foot twenty six. Exactly. There you go. That. But so you like, guys stand with the manlets, you know. But he's like, okay, you know, so this guy. I mean, first of all, we all know that he is a modern-day Martin Luther King, right? That's, that's From confirmed. From the men's rights movement. Right. I think he's, you know, he's he's a pioneer you know what? in standing up for Being for a white rights. guy, this guy's done more for me than Martin Luther King. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, that's just a fact, isn't right. it? I mean, that's just a fact. Clearly, he's just, you know. Taking, I'm not saying I'm happy with this. He's I'm just saying that's what stances. it is. He's yeah, th- he's, he's, he's standing stances. up to the man. He better be walking around with a bulletproof vest. I don't want to lose this one, okay? <laughs> he's basically more akin to Martin Luther. It's... Yeah. Yes. <laughs> He's nailing the short man uh, manifesto. The, 90, uh, the, ni- the 95 thought thesis. Yes. Yes. I have a few problems with But of course, when he does it, he has to get a stepladder first. Yeah. You know, get it up there. It's actually the only the 9.5 thesis. <laughs> yes. So uh, you watch this video. I'm sure everybody's seen it, and he's very upset. He's very angry. He's just yelling at everybody, and he's getting up on this one guy, like, trying to get up in his face, and he comes up to – the guy's arms are folded. He comes up to his arms. I mean, he's, <laughs> he is tiny. He's a yeah. tiny, angry man. Yeah. And then some guy grabs him and takes him to the ground after he calls him out, which doesn't take much effort no, at all. bastard. Then the video continues, and he's yelling, and he throws his bagel down. He's like, you know, F your effing breakfast. And he walks away. And then he actually, you know, this is my favorite part. He goes back and picks up the breakfast sandwich <laughs> before he leaves. I'm like, that takes a real man to go back and pick that up after you've caused this scene. To be like, you know what? I have, I have needs. I get hungry. All right? He's like, I might not eat as much as everyone else, but I still need those couple of little squirrel bites you know i get hungry so at first it, it was hilarious to me i was laughing oh, yeah. but then 
I did start to feel bad because of how much you were laughing. No, <laughs> I was la- I was I was feeling bad because like obviously this is like a bad moment for him, and it's been like captured forever. But it's not his first. It's not his first. It's not his first. But I'm just saying he's like. He's been divorced and he lost his contract. He he owns like a business, a cleaning business, and he's living out of his van. And I'm like, <laughs> but I kind of feel like you he's know, just like a... I feel like maybe it's not just the height that's keeping you out of dates on the no, dating he's sites. A psych- he's a psycho. He's, he's I psychotic. Just, I, there's a part of me that feels bad. Yeah, I feel bad for him, but he's also like the you know he's the architect. Like imagine the... you're. I mean, he doesn't look young. He's probably what. 40 something? No, he's oh, 30 yeah. something. What? He he's is aged his horribly. He's, he's in his 30s. City miles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 He's been rid yeah. hard and put Lord. to bed wet yeah. several times. No, wait, no, no, no. I think he said, no, actually, he's, I think he's 43, I think. Something okay, like that. that makes more yeah. sense. Yeah. I was yeah, like, yeah, if yeah. he's in his 30s, he's oh not younger than Still, me. Yeah, you know, Brad, he, Brad Pitt at almost 60. Okay, we're not going to compare, compare Hollywood 50 to <laughs> normal person 50. I don't think this guy's gotten oh, any God, work done Brad living Pitt. in his Sienna. You know, like, I don't know what kind of work you can get done in your, your Sienna, but I, I don't think he's had any done. But no, 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 you're not wrong. I, he, I don't know. I feel kind of bad for him. And then, like, there's been subsequent interviews, and obviously, like, I forget TMZ started talking to him. Yeah. And of course, this interview is great because they're like, Are you misogynist? He's like, Well, what's that? (laughs) (laughs) He's like, What's that? And so then they explain it to him and he's like, No, you know, it's just, you know, women in general. He's like, Men are difficult. We we just want to, you know, work hard, make money, do our hobbies and provide, you know, and women just making it difficult. They just, you know, why why can't we just say they're beautiful and they, they get all upset and everything else? And I'm like, and then they ask him, well, are you racist? He's like, no, I got black friends. Uh-huh. Yeah, and then yeah, they yeah, ask yeah. him, are you homophobic? And he's like, no, nah, no, nah, I, I don't mind the gays. He's like, just don't touch me. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was like, this guy <laughs> is a walking gold. meme. <laughs> this is great. Just pure gold. Oh, my gosh. Like, you couldn't have answered those questions any more stereotypically. Yeah. It, it was amazing. Oh. It was amazing. Have you seen that interview? Yeah. So you've yeah. seen the TMZ, and then there was another interview he did. With I think it was extra or something like that. Yeah, it was like local news. Local news. Or something. They yeah, send yeah. their tallest <laughs> news anchor out there. This girl looks like she's getting ready to take away his toys. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> and he's standing there with his arms folded. I miss that one. It, it's classic. And then it ends with him saying, "You know what? I don't really like you." So this interview's over. <laughs> <laughs> so he is now. Um, he goes from living in his car to signing fighting contracts. He's apparently going to fight. What's the guy's name? Um, Antoine Dodson, who's famous for "You Are Dumb," "You Are Really, Really, really dumb. dumb." So run, tell that homeboy. <laughs> so he might be fighting him, which would be amazing. I would totally go out to the bar on a weekend with you guys and watch that fight. I don't give a shit. Antoine Dodson is going to straight up destroy him. <laughs> destroy him. We'll I see. Have you ever seen the gay guy fight? <laughs> I don't know what his sexuality is. I don't know if you're inferring that by the inflection in his voice or not, Yanis, but I don't make those kinds of assumptions. I'm going to go out on the limb. I'm going to say with some like, certainty that I'm he, gonna might say be, it. he might be a little gay. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Just a touch. Watching two people who can't fight, though, 
sometimes isn't very entertaining. No, that gay brother's going to fuck him up, dude. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He's about to get Molly Wapped. Well, either way, yeah. he's making money. He's taking pictures with internet celebrities. Well, dude, no, so he was, okay, so not just internet celebrities, but, like, he, like, I mean, it just goes to show that, like, if you have any kind of fame on you as a person, be oh, yeah. internet fame, TV fame, there is a woman who will want to stand next to you. <laughs> and he is milking that. And he's just like looking so proud of himself now that he's, you know, he's like, oh, yeah, I got girl. You know, it's like, come on, man. You're, you're still a short psycho. Well, he also <laughs> claimed that women were just using him for his money, right. which I thought kind of went against the statement that he said earlier that he lives in his van. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't get it. Dollar menu. <laughs> But hey, maybe, that's maybe still he's, food. He's really frugal. You know, maybe he just like, in, instead of save, you know, spending here's, money lavishly. You know what? Here's where I see his ceiling is. Maybe he can get some extra work in. You know, get, be one of the extras, like when the kids run off and they don't know where they are on John and Kate Plus 8 or whatever. He right. can be a stand-in for one of the children. Right, right. A stand-in on Little Women of Atlanta. Something <laughs> like that. Like, that's where I think his ceiling True. is. Some people think he's already hit it. But I think if he can come out of this fight in one piece... Maybe he starts getting some acting gigs. I don't think you should like short sell him like that though, because I mean, clearly he's got a season of Dancing with the Stars and all the roles Joe Pesci turns down. Yeah, does he? <laughs> does he still act? I haven't seen him in anything. I think he's dead. I think, <laughs> I think Joe Pesci's still alive. <laughs> so there you go. Who knows? If he's if he's dead, uh, R.I.P. Yeah. All right. So now we're getting to something that is near and dear to all of our hearts. Something that I think has gotten out of hand. And that is the. The discussion of storming Area 51. <laughs> oh boy. Kyles unite! <laughs> Screw the Kyles. We got a lot of pressure on us being Florida men, okay? There's a lot of there's a lot I, of pressure. I, I, I'm ready with the cheek clapper. We are the we are we are the like we are equal to the Nazgul. You know, we're supposed to ride in and just be these demons of power. And I just right. don't know if I have it in me. Yeah. Florida man is notoriously lazy. He's he is <laughs> <laughs> he's ornery and gets into some trouble. Ornery. But but in his state. In his Florida state, man. Yeah. Once he, you leave the state, you lose your power. You lose your powers. You do. No, that's true. <laughs> you become that's... a CPA in Kansas. You can't, oh my you can't God. do that. <laughs> Florida man is lame everywhere else. So what what what's your take on this, Steven? First of all, what do you think about this? And second of all, what's your strategy? I, I really hope that it uh, redacted comment. <laughs> no what i i mean it would be nice if it was the accelerationist um magnum opus and it just set off the boogaloo as they call it civil war ii you know yeah true so you think that's what's gonna set it off no 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 i said Area that 51? would be cool but that's not gonna happen yeah, but how would it happen break that I, down I mean, for if, me if a bunch of civilians get fired upon like, if thousands of them get killed, it could happen. I think fucked up is announcing it for, like, so far in advance. They should have had, yeah, like, it should have been closer to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the fucking three percenters and the Oath Keepers will come out if that happens. <laughs> Promise. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and now you're on a watch list. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Thanks. Yeah. yeah, by the way. No, I don't think anything's actually going to happen. But Some what would people... be your strategy if they came to you and they said, Stephen, we've heard you speak. We know you're crazy enough strategy to do this. To get in there. What is your strategy if you ha- if all these people that signed in, what is it, over 600,000? Yeah. You have an army. They give the keys to the army over to you. What's your strategy to get in? 
uh, and get them, clap them alien the cheeks. The army of Kyles. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, just dig through the subterranean drywall. <laughs> Punch through it as hard as you can. Come up from the bottom. They're digging the with their fists. <laughs> just, and they've got camelbacks with drywall. monster energy <laughs> yeah. in it. Use the alien tech to get the hell out of there before you get arrested. No, true. Or, gotcha. or shot. Okay. All right, Yanis, what's your reaction to this? Well, I mean, you got to use the uh, the Kyles as cannon fodder. So. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get rid of them somehow. Late-term abortion didn't do it. This and is going to have to be our only option. Yeah, wrap this story and up. And then once we've all killed the Kyles, we all retreat, and then we live there happily. <laughs> domestic, there you go. Domestic abuse this falls is, off yeah. a thousand percent. <laughs> <laughs> well, cops are still around, so oh. not a thousand percent, but, you know, like, I mean, let's say 95 percent, you know. Kyle-related domestic abuse, yes. and, and all uh, you know, landlords being called to, your, to the to the apartment for yes. for holes in your in your drywall are now going to be at zero. There so you go, monster goes monsters, out of yeah, <laughs> drops monsters. Stuff. They're like sell, sell, sell. Taco Bell goes back to being a uh, twelve-hour-a-day store. Right, fourth meal no longer exists. Fourth meals. Erase from the history. Oh my gosh! Young and reckless clothing line out of business. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Tri- gonna pay for all those those trips to Forever Twenty One? <laughs> like, come on! Tribal tats gone. Done. They're done. Ski. They're done, done bruh. <laughs> Think about that. Yeah, what else would disappear? What else? Oakleys. <laughs> Kyle's. Man, we we don't give Kyle's enough credit. I don't think they for you know they prop up a significant part of the economy. You know, we need. There's going to be a movement in five years to legitimize Kyle culture. <laughs> I think and so. To, <laughs> to my to lifestyle is problem. not your punchline. <laughs> I'm not a meme. <laughs> the drywall punch is my punchline. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. So you guys, do you think anyone will show up at all? Realistically, yes. I yes. think some people are going to show up. Yes. I hope like. Five or six idiots storm the fence and get vaporized. <laughs> and like, it just, that's it. That's as far as it goes. Just some kind of crazy tech we don't know about that just stops them. Oh, man. Yeah. And, it's, and I'm sure whatever, if, okay, I'm sure that, you know, the, the Air Force is planning that in case they get through. You know, if they do have anything there, they're probably like it's already been shipped out. Like we know it's it's, it's an area fifty two. It's yeah. already it's already been shipped out. So I don't know. I just I just feel like as if this is just you know it's it's just so stupid. So what you're saying is we use this as a diversion yes. and we take a smaller, more skilled team into Area fifty two under so. the cover of night. I think so. No, we go to the Epstein Island. <laughs> What was it? Is That's it where pedi- the real marijuana cakes. Pe- pedophile Island or Orgy Island, what they, what they call it? We need to talk about that. Yeah. That's not even on here. How yeah. did I miss that? How did you miss that? Yeah. Yeah, no. We, this is real, guys. It's insane. Yeah, it's not even like funny at all. No, no. no this it's is crazy. like screw Area 51. This is like everybody's worst nightmare rolled up into one giant freaking bombshell where yeah, you like- realize that all the rich elite literally are protecting themselves in this circle oh, jerk of just like Alex pedophilia Jones was right. and all sorts <laughs> of crazy stuff. Alex Jones was like 10% right. <laughs> Fuck you. You cannot tell me he wasn't at this point. Broken clocks, man. Yep. It's 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 intense. Um, and now they're looking into, what was the guy's name? Acosta, right? Yeah. It was Acosta because he was the one that brokered the deal between Epstein and our own government. Yep. And now all this stuff is coming out about like every every rich and powerful person you've heard about in the last twenty years apparently has a connection. We're gonna yeah. need more guillotines. Yeah. Like we're talking 
presidents, as in our current president, yeah. Trump, Bill Clinton, ex- yeah. Bill Clinton. Yep. Everybody, we're talking about like it is crazy. And there's, I know there's a lot of people that are saying, well, just because someone had ties with him doesn't mean. I'm not saying it does. Yeah. I'm not saying that it does, but I'm saying we need to at least investigate. We need to at least look into this. I yep. think with the the scale of the stuff we're starting to see now coming out of this, I don't think no no stern no stone should go unturned. Oh, yeah, this guy was propped up by probably Israel to get dirt on powerful American politicians. You think that's what it was? Yeah, I mean, I, I absolutely. I mean, that's exactly what it looks like. Yeah, but what would what would they gain from that? What would they gain from having leverage over the most powerful nation on the planet? Yeah, but I'm saying, like, obviously, these these types of things usually roll off the backs of people like Bill Clinton and Donald Trump. Well, I don't no, see what, I, I, and, and I feel like you know Epstein would have probably been suicided. Yeah, <laughs> well, if, if it case. was just the Clintons, yeah, yeah, yeah. right, exactly. But it's obviously not like no, right. no, no. It's but, much bigger. But, it's much but, bigger. But, but let's be I'm real. I'm telling though. you, we need more guillotine. But Trump was oh okay. God. I'm sorry, but Trump was clearly enjoying himself hanging out with Epstein. Like I'm like, like you see the video of them hanging out, whatever in Mar-a-Lago. Like, dude, it was like okay. First of all, the dancing was horrific. You can <laughs> so, dance however you, you want white when you have that kind of money. Poorly? Dude, it was he had <laughs> Our the, culture is not a meme, sir. <laughs> he had like the lip bite. And he okay, had, like, there you the, go. That's the very focus. offensive. Are you gonna put on white face now? <laughs> and do the uh the, the mime? The the, da- <laughs> the, <laughs> the, mime. the Dave Chappelle like white voice. <laughs> yeah. Listen, Dave Chappelle sounds more like white folks than white folks. <laughs> No, he sounds just like Barack Obama when he does that voice. Oh, That's what cracks incredible. me. Anyways, continue, yeah. Yanis. Yeah, no. So, I mean, I don't know. I just think that, like, uh, Donald Trump said he never cared for him. He didn't like him. It's this whole thing. And they're, like, they are definitely having a great old time in the videos that we saw. And it's just, like, it's, it, I don't know. I think that it's it's disgusting. And I I wish there was a way to know all the crazy shit in the world that happens because of the fact that, like, this is this is the tip of – a very disgusting iceberg. Mm. A very is covered iceberg. Oh. A shit bird, even. <laughs> oh. You know, and it's just like, and and I'm I'm sure it goes way deeper than even when all the details come out. I'm sure there's stuff that's going to be well covered. And, and nobody's going to do anything. No. no, because the sad part is now, like when you look at the people who are handling this thing with Epstein back in the day, you're going to see a lot of familiar names and faces. Oh yeah, that were involved with politics back then and now, and we, you know talk about all the time term limits and career politicians and this is the problem you get this problem because now who are you going to find that's going to honestly go after these people because they're not just they're not just going to be you know prosecuting epstein and his goons it's going to be oh well me too now i'm on that list so am i going to pursue this or not i'm gonna guess not yeah or they could be like Look at him. Look at him. Don't look at us. Yeah, so, exactly. Or they every, can push it one way or the other. Yeah. Exactly. If you believe in any shred of um, agency, especially moral agency, then we're all basically culpable and just letting it slide. Oh, well, yes. I, I, I wouldn't. Let and it we're slide. laying like, let's be clear, we're laying a child molestation slide. Yeah. I mean, I I hope to Christ that we don't. But yeah, I mean, it's it's dirty. Democracy can be really sometimes. Yeah. Well, it's not democracy. It's, you know, it's it's cronyism. You know, that's the... Which uh, comes from... No, I mean... Giving people a voice. No, no matter what, I just think that... I mean, I think that, like, we've always been lied to as as, as a a company about... A company, as a country, (laughs) 
Oh, sorry. I'm still exactly. in work mode right Freudian now. Slip. Yeah, exactly. I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm still in work mode right now, guys. Sorry, I take my clothes off. Um, you can take wage them off of that. will make you feel more comfortable. <laughs> Don't be Janice. such a wage cuck. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think we've always been lied to about what the uh, you know the the real contract is that we're that, you know that we're that we're living under. You know, and it's like, and yeah, we think that we are living in a, dem- a democratic democratic capitalist society. But the fact is that we have we're living in you know, in a cronyist, you know, it's an oligarchy propping up, you know, being propped up by an oligopoly, you know, of like small companies, small people, or, you know, a small group of people who control all the money, all the power, everything else. And it's just, you know, it's, it's terrifying, you know? And so when you have, you know, the situation where it's clear that like everyone, everyone's hands are dirty, you know, like it's, it's, it's just clear that we just have, we have no idea how deep the, you know, the, 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 the croniest, you know, I guess the the trail goes, you know, down this rabbit hole. It's it's nuts, man. I hate but it. But to be clear, I think what you were trying to point out, possibly, I don't know, because I, thank goodness, can't see inside your head, Stephen. But I think the point that we need to make sure it was clear is that with cronyism, that's possible under any, anything. Anything. It's possible under anything. This is not a, this is not unique to a democracy. This is not unique to capitalism. This is not unique to our country. No. At all. Correct? Sure. No, it's not. You're, you're right, but... But what were you trying to say? Lo, Lay it on me. Low, Lay it on thick. Low rent votes aren't going to affect any kind of meaningful change. Agreed. But so, that's because we put too much of an emph- emphasis on your entire political spectrum being tied to voting every four years. Yeah. And we're saying, oh, that's super important. That's super important. Now, that's a right. part of it. That's a part of it, but it's not some religious experience. There is far more that goes into, you know, changing things than just voting. Yeah. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. So you're saying, like, having a uh, high trust society? I'm saying we prop up our criminals to fight their criminals. <laughs> I... Like, like, Gladiator? Yeah. Sorry. Exactly like I'm Gladiator. Down. You know, like the left has Antifa, you know, the right has the Proud Boys, and you kind of like put your money where you want to right. and let them fight in the streets of Portland. I, th- I think the more appropriate uh, analogy would probably be Suicide Squad. Guys, there, you there you go. There you go. Just saying. There you go. Just saying. There you go. Just saying. Oh, jeez. Well, then what do you think? What do you think? How, how would you fix it, Steven? I want to hear your crazy take on this. <laughs> if, if you have a, uh, a king... A, a central authority who has a vested interest in leaving behind a venerable legacy, in leaving behind something substantive to build an empire upon, somebody who has something more vested Some in Some skin it in the game. The most skin in the game possible, a fucking legacy under your name. Yeah. You may get a shitty one. Now, if you live under a democracy where it's just, what are the lowest cost votes I can get? So that I can have the most votes, you're gonna have shit every single time. That's my point. Well, I mean, but the thing is that we try to we we have been told that our political system is a meritocracy. You know, best idea rises to the surface. You know, the best people come you know come to the fore. And the fact of the matter is that we often get people who have failed in their professions and are now looking for another way to get a six figure salary. Yeah, exactly. You're failing upwards in this situation, which is something that you can only do as a powerful white person, frankly speaking. You know, and that that to me is is the the biggest shame because of the fact that like we people are constantly being 
tricked, and I said this the last time around, into voting for way, voting in ways that fly against their their own self interest, and it's because we've been lied to, and it's because we don't really understand the you know the true cost of what it is that we're, that we're giving up here, and and the, and the, I think the true cost of you know of really understanding that is that our lives aren't any better. We I mean technology has slowed down, entrepreneurial entrepreneurialism has taken a you know taken a tank, and we are more on the teat of large corporations, the government than ever before, you know, and it's, and, and, and it's, it's, it's really, it's depressing. It's entirely by design it's, and it's, Orwellian. Oh, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. But I mean, I so mean, then what's your, what's your fix? Yanis? Ooh, my fix. I mean, uh, I mean, first and foremost, I think, uh, two additional parties needs to be, uh, I think we've crowded out, uh, thought diversity, I think in, in our political system. That's the first thing. Second thing, term limits. Third thing, I would reduce the length of uh, the election cycle to be two to three months before the election as opposed to 18 full months. I think if you don't know enough about your candidate after two or three months, you are you're doing it wrong <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. Gotcha. But I think all those things makes it they make it makes it cheaper to run for office. It makes it um, <clears throat> you find that there will be more people able to um um, able to run for office, you know, with because they won't have to have a billion dollars to run for president, for instance. You know, you won't have to have a hundred million dollars to run for Senate. You know, it's it's crazy, you know. So um, you know, so I think I think that right there helps kind of take out some of the money in politics because you could still at that because at that point you could raise money from the people you're trying to represent as opposed to having to rely on these people who are gonna prop lobbyists. you up. Yeah, the lobbyists or whatever Special it may be. Special interest groups. But you know, but that's but again, that would never happen. But I think it's sad because the of all of the things that are you know that you know that bring about terrible outcomes in life, incongruent information is probably the worst of them. Think of everything that's like that's pretty awful in society, and it usually has because someone knows a lot more than you do when it comes to the mortgage crisis, student loans, what, like any of the things that are that are a, a impending doom. Or have hit us because of you know something. It is because of incongruent information, usually. Interesting. And that and that doesn't and that doesn't stop at just political social things. It happens in your personal life. You know, like think about a relationship where you know you were cheated on. That's incongruent information. You know, it's like so it's it's or insider trading or insider trading. It depends, it depends on your take. You know, Which but side? but yeah, but incongruent information I think is you know it's 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 terrible at the state level and it's and the and the, and the national level and it's it's. It's awful. It's it's why society is the way that it is. That's my thought. What do you think, Stephen? Um, you think that would work? I'm sure you're thinking right now. That's not extreme enough. N- Burn no. it down. <laughs> there's a, uh, there's. I was actually thinking that there is a wealth of topics upon which people from a broad cluster centered around the political median would agree upon. Like uh, term limits, you know, two term limits for Senate, pretty much anything outside of the judiciary. I think everybody would agree on that. And we could even start questioning lifetime appointments, you know. Yes. We could look at that as well. Um, We could, you know, I think eliminating lobbying. I don't really see anyone who would have a problem with that whose opinion is worth a shit. You know, I'm talking about like our generation, like. And, you know, that's why, like, unironically, I really do like most of what uh, Andrew Yang has to say. Like, not, like, all joking, everything aside, like, he's the one who can possibly bridge the gap because 
Um, I, I, I know people, especially if you're a fiscal conservative, which traditionally I would consider myself to be one, but in the face of, you know, half of all jobs are probably going to be automated in the next 10 to 20 years. I mean, we're not going to supplement that with trade schools. <laughs> like, a, a UBI could actually do something to help, and I know he's also in favor of holding the elected officials accountable, as you know, younger people are. I mean, we've we've got all these people who have been in there for you know forty, fifty fucking years. Like it's insane. You even corporate McDonald's, and this is especially topical, sir. Corporate McDonald's will move their GMs around every five years. Like you're yeah. not allowed to stay at a store longer than that. Why do they do that? You know. Because you start formulating bad habits, even McDonald's relationships, yeah. you start putting some stuff in. And yeah. as someone who's overseen the transition of a store from corporate yeah. to uh, yeah. <laughs> franchise, yeah, whew. yeah, whew. <laughs> some scary stuff going on when yeah. people are around too long. Yeah, so uh-huh. it's it's that's intense. what I'm getting at. Yeah, but do you not see? And we had talked about this without you here, and I had even mentioned I was like, dang it, I wish. I wish Stephen was here. Do you see the issues with universal basic income, though, as well? Yeah. Like, do you see the yeah, pitfalls? Of course, yeah. How do how do we how do we get past that? I mean, how do we get past people just voting in more and more and more and more and more of more that money? Increasing largesse. Well, it has to be taken from somewhere, and we could do that by eliminating welfare. Replace it across the board. Don't give more welfare to anyone. Just give welfare to people. Hmm. Interesting. I mean, I mean, think about this. I mean, universal basic income has been a thing in Alaska for a long time. You know, people get but paid. That's because they have to get paid to be, be there. there. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Yeah, that's kind of, come yeah, on, man. Yeah, I know. Alaska. It, yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying they've been doing it for a long time. What are time. they doing in Chernobyl? <laughs> <laughs> you know? But yeah, no, I, I mean, I'm not, I'm, not a, I'm not a big fan of it, you know, and I also believe that I, th- I, I think that yes, a lot of jobs are going to be automated, but I think we're also going to be creating a lot of jobs, especially in the, in the machine learning area it's been a looming threat since the industrial revolution started you know about like how all the jobs are going to be you know taken away by the you know by we talked about the cotton gin last time right (laughs) and he was like don't talk about the cotton gin yanis and i'm like i'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) but the fact of the matter is is that i like we're going to be creating more jobs you know that are going to be around engineering are going to be you know they're going to be high paying. So high you jobs. feel like if someone were to market their next great idea as the next cotton gin, you'd be behind that. I mean, that, that I mean, I think in in terms of like increased productivity, if they sold it like, <laughs> but then again, that's like saying, hey, that's like making the move from the typewriter to Excel, like that yeah. type of thing, you know, like or or to Microsoft Word, that type of thing, you know, like spin it that way. Let's not talk about the cotton gin now. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the next cotton gin. <laughs> Golf claps all around. <laughs> yes, yes, indeed. I Epstein like this. leading the applause. Yes, he's like yes. Hmm. But no, but I, but I think that two you know, thirteen-year-olds on either arm. <laughs> what a champ! We're heading to Pedophile Island, y'all. Yeah. Um, but no, man. I just no. But I just think that we're, we're going to see a, the next wave of new jobs that are going to come in here that are you know that are going to replace the ones that are automated. And I think we're you know honestly, I think that there's enough of a wave of people who are trying to do. Very, you know, they're, they're, it's it's funny that like things 
that you know we thought would have been eliminated by now are kind of coming back, and we can, we, have, we have now more like old timey like Vinyls. things that are coming back, like very tactile things that we thought would you know you know that the would, hipsters have saved us right you know so I, so beard I beard oil yeah, yeah that type of thing so I, I I think because of like you know of the of the experience of those things I don't think that we're gonna see things go away but that's just you know that's just my thought because I mean time, every single revolution every single great leap forward in technology there's always a thought that I was gonna kill. You know, it's funny that you said great leap forward. That was the uh, social engineering program that Mao implemented that killed like 55 million Chinese farmers. Okay, so for every <laughs> every it's, major it's advancement, un- unintentionally <laughs> funny on, on your part. Thank you. I'm, it it, it refutes your point for me. I'm with Yanis on this. I'm with Yanis on this one. Actually, I think Mao did have a point. Uh, and no, I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. Y'all are so. No, 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 no. What I'm saying though, I'm with Yanis because I actually I think we had this discussion before, and maybe it was when you were here because i remember mike also being like super bullish on like oh the, the, the robots are gonna take our job we're like mike you're a dance teacher yeah. like, <laughs> what what, you, what robot is taking your job like i guess i could put one of those hawaiian hula dancers on top of my roomba like and let it go around and that's it but i don't see that you know like I, i'm with yanis i'm a little more optimistic when it comes to the automation of jobs they're not all going to be automated at the same time the automation is going to take place at different times and through automation we're going to be inventing new jobs new technologies will be coming out new i mean i don't know I feel Poverty like is fine. the default. What does of, that mean? Of civilization. Poverty is the default okay. stature of most people throughout most of recorded history. Which, if you're going to be a betting person, it's safe to base your bets on what has happened. You know, precedent, as they would call it in law. Yes. Okay. So we're gonna come back to that default. Like we're living in a glut only possible because the U.S. was the only major power that was not annihilated in World War II. So that's going away. Like, we're going back to the median. It will come. Like, it's just people don't want to accept it. So then so, how do we combat it then? I, universal I basic income? My, my no, case. no, but I'm saying that. Uh, yeah, that's your I, answer is universal I basic really income? I really don't have a better one, and I hate that that's my best answer, but I don't have a better one. No, I'm not attacking for having it. I'm just thinking, so you think universal basic and income? I, I think that Andrew Yang is a rare cult of personality that could unite people who have previously been really divided. I don't know. I, that's my naive take. I, I wasn't. I wasn't particularly impressed by him. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, and I, I, I think that personality. he's yeah. meek. You know, I think that yeah. quality, especially after having fucking loudmouth Trump and loudmouth fucking Hillary. Yeah. Like everybody's ready for just some civility, some like, quiet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just like a thinker who is calm and he's kind of funny. You know, like looks aren't everything. Yeah. I mean, I don't I know. Would I would love to have an ugly president. <laughs> make Chester A. Arthur possible again. Make Abraham Lincoln possible Bring again. Bring Woodrow that, that's Wilson the ugliest back. Man alive. <laughs> but Wilson. Abe Lincoln was 6'6". Six, six. It doesn't matter what you look like when you're that tall. True. Right, right. But he had a girlish voice, apparently. Did he really? Yeah, he had a pretty Imagine nice being that big. And... <laughs> hey, guys. Oh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had a, he had a How unfortunate. Pretty... Yeah. It is what it is. Hey, it's a hand you're dealt. Yeah. It's a hand you're dealt. That's why he was so into theater, apparently. <laughs> Got him killed. Spoiler alert, kids. Ain't that a kick in so the why head. didn't you like Andrew Yang? I want you to talk about this, because Steven's here. Because I don't really have an opinion either way. I'm just kind of like, eh. Well, I mean, I just don't think that he he's polished enough as a statesperson, statesman. You know, to... Fair point. This you know, is coming from someone who voted for Johnson, right? 
Yes. Wow. <laughs> okay. Who, I just want to clarify did you that. Did you I, vote for John McAfee? <laughs> I did not. I did not. Uh, he's got my vote. He's in the CIA's chasing him on international no waters doubt, right yeah. now. Oh yeah. Keep going, bud. And, hey, hey, his <laughs> wife is the most ride or die. Yes. Like literally, because if you're riding oh, with him, there's goodness. a chance you'll be shot and killed. So it's like, yeah, she, she is, is ride or die. So loyal. Gosh. Dude, man. yeah. But yeah, voted for Gary for Johnson. Woman. So I just wanted to make sure it was coming from the same person. He was a great governor, all right? <laughs> oh, my god, He was. He, you know, he united the state. You know, it was great. But anyway, no, I... Um, Continue. But, but Andrew Yang, I think, I, I mean, I think having somebody with legitimate business chops, unlike the uh, charlatan that Trump is, because he is definitely not a good business person with terrible business instincts, um, I think that, um, I think Andrew Yang probably could have done a better job of looking the part and I uh, in that first debate where he wasn't wearing the tie and everything else he just he just looked unpolished you know and that's and I think I think that if you're going to if you're going to run as the politician in chief you have to look the part that's interesting because I, I think going without the tie probably probably hit it off with a lot of people yeah I don't know man no the, I I don't know, man. I, 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 th- but once again, I don't have an opinion because honestly, everybody looks and sounds the same right now to me. And there's like a hundred of them up there. Yeah. I'm like, huh, even on your projector, I'm sure. It's yeah, like, yeah. I'm yeah, just you like, can't what? tell who's, who's like, yeah. They all look like pale faces to me. Like yeah. I'm just like, okay, <laughs> on to the next one. Well, like, what's face. going on? That's like, great. Well, well, I mean, isn't that really the dream? You know, where white men and Asian men can all be considered. The pale, same pale faces yeah. to you. <laughs> oh yeah, I never liked calling them yellow. I thought that was stupid. That's I'm like, awful. they look, they look white to me. Like, come on, they, they go to Harvard. They're white to me. <laughs> I mean, come on. What's the credit Please. score? Okay. Yeah, what? yeah. What? White, white. They're white to me. White people wish they had the median IQ in their countries that oh, Asians yeah. have in their countries. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's Amen, like brother. Twelve. It's amazing. That's what happens though. That MSG. Yeah, true. That's why they don't want us to have it here. Hey. But that's I have replaced all my fluoride with MSG. You have to. It's you smile and you got meth mouth. <laughs> it's the umami in the <laughs> umami. 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 That's your decaying molars. <laughs> <laughs> so I actually watched a, uh, a pretty interesting documentary on MSG, and uh, oh. I might be cooking out my next my next cookout with some MSG. Hey, not gonna lie. There you go. Sprinkle a little bit of uh, you know salt bay MSG I, bay. I just oh got a, a ton of cooking utensils today. Nice. I'm, I'm gonna start cooking with all sorts of MSG. You should. I think do you do it. Oh, I'm about finna. And actually, and um, if if any MSG companies are out there listening right now, I would love to read a live commercial and promote your uh, company for a certain amount of money. Absolutely. So let me know. We're huge MSG fans here. Unless Whole yeah, Foods are. wants to sponsor, in which case, go die. MSG, <laughs> go die. Okay. But uh, yeah, we're we're willing to play either side uh, for the right amount. So we just are, hit us up. We are up. prostitutes. We yes, are. just hit us up. So. Speaking of prostitutes, let's talk about Ariel, okay? Because she's always struck me as a fish of the night, if you know what I mean. <laughs> always swimming around in the deep with uh, who's it's and what's it's galore. <laughs> yeah, we know what that street speak for, Ariel. So Ariel's been cast. She's some lady I don't know, and apparently she's African-American, and apparently we're supposed to be mad about it. I tried to find actual outrage online. I could not find any. I kid you not. Nothing can quell my white hot furor over this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> emphasis like, on the white. Yeah, emphasis, <laughs> please. So, this is a trend that's going on right now that is driving me crazy 
where these companies come out, and Disney does this a lot, funny enough. They did a whole thing with Beauty and the Beast, how the director literally sent out a quote and said that, um, what's Gaston's little buddy that's in love with him? Pierre, right? Yeah. Uh, they said that yeah. he would have a unique, a uniquely gay experience in this and in, in Beauty and the Beast. Uniquely gay. I don't know what uniquely gay is. I didn't know gay people could have uniquely gay experiences. <laughs> I don't know. That I don't the know. Is uncircumcised. Yeah, I, I don't know <laughs> what that what that means exactly. But they like built it up, and then it comes out, and it's like nothing. Right, it's yeah. like literally nothing. It's a popcorn fall. Yeah, part. it's like it's like whatever. So they're doing the same thing now. Yes, it's LeFou, not Pierre. Okay, well, I just had to look it up. You know what? The French people all have the same name to me. Okay, <laughs> like they all look the same. They all sound the same. They all smoke. They all smell like bad cheese and even worse cigarettes. <laughs> like and an even worse backbone. Like give me a break. So the, <laughs> I'm still mad at them over the fucking enlightenment. <laughs> give me a break. <laughs> We have to go back. <laughs> Deus fault. <laughs> anyway, so I tried to find this outrage. It's not there. And then joining the fray, because it's just funny to me, because I, I talk about virtue signaling a lot, and through social media this happens an awful lot. And that's really what we're seeing with, with this whole area, aerial, areola thing that's going on right now. Ariel 51. Um, no, Epstein's probably hoping there's areolas in that movie about a oh, uh, teenage yeah. girl, but not us. <laughs> not us. Okay, we are better. We are better than that. Okay, yes, we, are. we are better than that. Steven, that's not funny. You shouldn't laugh at that. This is a serious thing. Okay, fish girl's swimming around. She's got shells. Anyways, what I'm trying to get to is it's it's a way for people to come out and say, no, this is amazing. I'm behind this. This is great. And pretend like, as Steven put it's so eloquently, that they're champions of civil rights when in actuality you've done nothing to actually help anyone and this is an absolute joke and it's a way for Disney to be like, even though this is going to get a 48% on Rotten Tomatoes, people are going to go and see it because, you know, it's the you, new you, have to be, you have to be this person that goes to see it. But what pissed me off is this, the new Terminator movie that's coming out. Tim Miller, the director, is someone I actually like. Um, he was saying, you know what? I, I'm, I can't believe people are going to hate on, you know, this female Terminator. We don't care. We don't care about misogyny. We're fighting it left and right. And, you know, we stand behind this film and it's amazing and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, yes, because Terminator fans historically hate female leads in their movies. Give me a break. This is a joke. It's an absolute joke. And as I said it before we started recording, it's the Colin Kaepernick effect. When you know you're sitting on a dud, you start kneeling. <laughs> and then when they get rid of you anyways, you're a champion. So that's my feelings. Go ahead. Talk amongst yourselves. I'm heated about this, Stephen. <laughs> we're, we're recording roll, roll, now. Roll the guillotines out to Beverly Hills first, please. <laughs> no, we can your, all what? fucking go hypocritical pieces of shit behind their $7 bottles of water talking about uh, setting an example hey, 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 and hey, inclusion hey. from Beverly Hills. I'm all for you. killing the 1%, but you don't take my Fiji water. Yeah. Okay, I love my Fiji $7 water. Fiji water I'm talking about Fiji? sparkling water. peasant? <laughs> Voss. Voss. Or nothing. Or wait, wait, wait. What's Voss? I've had <laughs> Fiji water. What? You haven't had Voss? Bro, Voss will change your life, dude. That shit is like, okay. it's like sucking if I... Dude, like you're wider than me right now. <laughs> Voss, if you're listening. <laughs> Anyways, Stephen, continue. Will also so, to what, 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 what do you think about this? What's your yeah, reaction? Yeah, no, it, it enrages me that they have the nerve to tell average ordinary folks who probably do more in their day-to-day -to, -day to actually practice inclusivity about how to practice inclusivity when, when they're surrounded by people like themselves who are 
just rich because they blew a producer or you know they're good looking like or, or their they, dad was a lawyer on the oj simpson's case or maybe they can actually act you know whatever okay you're an actor like sorry you're just an artist like i get it i fucking love art and like you know i'm a musician i'm an artist blah blah how blah. much do you love art steven so hard <laughs> <laughs> so like i get it. art's important but like if you're an artist you're not doing anything to contribute to like day-to-day -day society so it's really not that important but you also have a you know you have a platform at that point yeah you know they, I, they have saying, a bullshit platform built on lies they're but, all fake as fuck <laughs> them but that's but that's how the president got elected you know it's like you know you have you have a platform that's built on you know on this misconception that you are a person who understands how businesses run when you you clearly aren't you put your name on the side of a building you know and and and, and i and i don't think i think this society and i think society all over the world praises celebrity more than substance and i yes. think that and i think that in in the case where you know alex jones was right you know on that one particular thing i think sometimes celebrities could be right about a particular issue or whatever however it's things like this it's like the flavor of the week things that they always and that flavor is chocolate they always for those of you playing at home i've <laughs> met some celebrities and i never get star starstruck and i never give a shit what kind of ice cold take a celebrity has on any given topic right but then but, but like I, that's just how i feel but no honestly. but no matter what like i mean celebrity is what gets you is what gets you elected is what gets you i mean ronald reagan actor you know you have and you have so many people who whoever is the whoever is the most sellable as a celebrity is who usually usually who ends up winning out right yeah you know so it's like so so celebrity so i have no issue with celebrities necessarily having an opinion i just hate when it's stirring up false indignation over things that are you know that in the end don't really matter i don't care if the little <laughs> damn mermaid is danish like she was in hans christian anderson's <laughs> original writing or whether she is asian or black or whatever i don't give a shit about that but or she's going to night school in new york right. but but i just i mean i want i just want us to <laughs> Or she stay with Dee Dee across the way now. <laughs> She's friends with Jenny from the block. All right? It doesn't matter. Yeah, Don't be fooled by the rocks that she got. <laughs> yeah. Or if she's sitting on any rocks, you know, singing her song, trying to get picked up by some dude because he got legs and shit. You know? Or is she Flounders, Flounders the name of her pimp, right. you know? <laughs> This could all work out great. I think this we have a script great. here. This is oh, the boy, darkest retelling. <laughs> <laughs> Really good. <laughs> Gurgling intensifies. You're welcome. <laughs> the thirst. <laughs> oh, God. But no, but I but I'm I am all for strong female leads. I don't care what color they are. I don't care anything. I, okay, if we're gonna have to do strong female leads, let's just keep them white. Can we agree on that? Because <laughs> if we ain't white, we ain't right. Yeah. <laughs> to say we don't care about the color, that's uh, Gannis. I don't think that's being honest with I, yourself. I really maybe Asian. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Oh goodness! But yeah, no, I just I think that the the gender swapping, the race swapping of characters arbitrarily, I think is a little, it's a little weird. And I think that I I, I would like to see original stories told, and I think rather exactly. than trying to, trying to fight that fight of trying to replace, because I mean, think of how many people were upset with uh um when it was the guy from Sense of Anarchy who'd gotten cast as um Mr. Gray from Fifty Shades of Gray. Right. Yeah. yeah. Charlie people. Hunnam. Yeah, dude. Yeah, Charlie Hunnam. Yeah. So people were incensed because, like, that's not what he looks like. He's got to right. be taller and more handsome. Uh, and I was like, "Are you kidding me? Like, how can like he's a handsome 
white guy. He can play rich. I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> it's not that hard to play rich. Riding my helicopter, take your panties off. I mean, I get to, yeah. he's a, he, oh, he's a dungeon where sex things happen. Yeah, welcome to the fucking club. Welcome <laughs> to Jeffrey Epstein. Exactly, right? So it's like, so, so think about how a, like, that white character falling you know, being played by a white actor, how pe- like pissed off people were about that. And I just think that we just think, give us an original story, write original stories that feature people of color, whatever. But I just think that trying to fight that fight and trying to like go against, you know, people's preconceived notions of how actors or how characters they've read about their entire lives are supposed to look. Just, just give yeah. us a new story. Yeah, I, I, I've always said as a as a comic book fan, I'm used to this. This is nothing new because this is a cheap tactic. Oh, yeah. say, oh, it's it's a new thing. You're like, oh, look, look who the new, you know, whatever. The, the old Thor's female now, or which wasn't really good in the books, but they're getting ready to do that in the movies. I hope it's better in the movies than it was in the books. She um, was decent in the DC uh, Mortal Kombat video game, I think. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> but the point is, I've always told people, I'm like, man, like, how, how much more satisfying is it when you read or watch a great Black Panther or Luke Cage story oh, yeah. than if you see Falcon as Captain America? Yeah. Because I feel like it's so much more satisfying to see Falcon as Falcon... Because that is, first of all, a lot of people say, oh, well, Black Panther was the first African-American superhero. Yeah, that's great. But his still had black in the name. What yeah. about Falcon is important because he was just Falcon. Yeah. There's what, no black in it. What about Mantis? Y'all don't remember Black Mantis? What about, no, just Mantis. What about, well, what he, about says, Blade? Call, he says, call me Black Mantis what about in, Blade? in the movie. No, the, the guy with the suit who was paralyzed from the 90s TV show. Oh, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I ain't got time for that. Oh, and I'm talking about Manta, not Mantis. <laughs> I got my, my Manta <laughs> you, Mantis. You, you youngsters. Sorry. What, but what about, what about Blade? Blade's great. What about, what about Spawn? Yeah, Spawn's, Spawn's a great. bad bitch. But what I'm saying, I'm agreeing with you. I feel like we have this... Um, we have this thing where we feel like it's like this like guilt where you're like, all right, well, now we're going to... You know, now we're going to let the the black kid play Captain America now, which I, I'm excited. I love um, I love Falcon from the movies. I'm excited for me Captain America. But I'm saying it's a little less satisfying than Black Panther and Luke Cage are because yep. those are uniquely black characters being told in a way that you you could like you couldn't do it any other way. Yep. And given this, given the treatment. The funding, the writing, yeah. that you know that a the actors, know. yeah, absolutely, you know. Masharla Ali is gonna be the new Blade, by the way. Nice, yes. it'll be great. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for it. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, and Blade, and, and Blade, honestly, is I mean, uh, I read, the, I saw this uh, awesome mini documentary on you know on the history of the Marvel Cinematic Universe and how Blade is the only reason why the why the cinematic universe exists in its current form right now because yeah. of the success of the Blade movies that. You know, because of Wesley Snipes apparently being, you know, a crazy method actor about this and being so dedicated and so serious. He had actual vampires drink his blood. Stop it. No, (laughs) those aren't real. That's not real. But Ryan (laughs) Ryan Reynolds went on record as saying that, like, he's never met Wesley Snipes. He's only ever met Blade. Like, that's how intensely he took it. To be fair, Ryan Reynolds seems like the kind of person that I'd still pretend to be in character when I had to interact with him as well. <laughs> like, I'm just saying. I would love to hang you know. out with Ryan Reynolds. I'm sorry. Oh, I would. gosh. No, I would love that you know dude. Mike. It's the same thing. <laughs> it's the same thing. They are. They're, <laughs> both, they're both pretty. They have high-pitched voice, f- feminine and annoying. Like, it, it's like hanging out with Ryan Reynolds without all the cachet and talent. That's what it's like. True. It's exactly True. what it's like. True. <laughs> True. Love you, Mike. Hope you're doing good in Sweden. Oh. Piece of crap. <laughs> Bastard. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but 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 again, but but the you know, it's so funny that so many 
it kind of goes back to the whole football scholarships versus like crew scholarships thing, right? Where it's mm. like, you know, here is the black kid who kind of paved the way and is al- and al- is allowing you to have your your crew scholarship. Yeah, you know, and it's like, and and you had Blade, you know, he, like Marvel was about to file bankruptcy. Blade comes along, saves MCU, and now all these other white kids can play, you know, and it's and and I think that there are, there are plenty of of minority stories in the even in the comic book world to tell and i think that there are plenty of great stories in general that just aren't being told uh, you know that feature prominently you know that, or that, 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 that pr- that predominantly feature people of color or women or whatever it may be and i and i'm all for hearing those stories all for them i like that. so you're imploring minorities to quit appropriating white culture I think when they do, it's less satisfying, is what I'm saying, storytelling-wise. Yeah, I... I, I, yeah, I tell yeah. something new or shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, like I, you know, I love Sam Wilson as a character. I think he's awesome. I love... I can't think of the actor. Anthony Mackie's portrayal of him. Yeah. I love him as an actor. He's fantastic. He brings energy. He's like... He's did amazing. You, did you see Io on Netflix? I didn't. Terrible. I don't like him that much. No, no, it's terrible. <laughs> I don't like him that much. Damn, but I, I'm excited, but I wish, terrible. you know, I don't know. I wish, and then once again, we don't know what's going to happen. He's getting his own streaming service show now, yeah. uh, you know, the Falcon and Winter Soldier, and we'll see what happens there. And hopefully he's just taking up the mantle of Captain America, and they're not going to really change his character too much. But yeah. I don't know. I hate when that happens. True it's that. kind of a cheap tactic. True. So did you guys see that uh, we landed on the moon 50 years ago this month? Saw that. Pretty crazy, Allegedly. Huh? Allegedly. <laughs> if you believe that sort of thing. If you believe, you believe that sort moon. of thing. So what... <laughs> it It is so crazy to me, some of the um the uh, stuff I've seen, the oh, articles yeah, no, coming out where people are just like, <laughs> oh, you know, it's, uh, you know, the space program is, program is very uh, it's very straight white and male, and why is this an issue, and this, that, and the other, and it's ridiculous. I mean, specifically, it took off as German and Nazi. Yeah, well, that's and why. And a bunch of... <laughs> Westerners took it and ran with it. Yeah, yeah, we wouldn't we wouldn't have made it to the moon. It wasn't not for Nazis. several important yeah. Nazis. Oh, thanks that's, Nazis. It's crazy on the moon. That's why it's very straight white and uh, Aryan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You want to be an astronaut? Do you like mm. your Jetta? Too short and brown. Next. <laughs> that's the only reason Buzz Aldrin made it. <laughs> oh, geez. Did you guys ever see when he knocked somebody out for denying yeah. the moon landing? Yeah, yeah, it was great. Yeah. It was, that, it was yeah. like 12 years ago or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He punched so the crap awesome. out of him. Yeah. He a G. Yeah, he So is. I think that something else interesting has happened during this, besides all the, you know, social justice postings about all these terrible, ridiculous things. But I saw Neil deGrasse Tyson, who is someone that annoys the crap out of me when he's on Twitter. I like I like him in interviews, and I like him on, on podcasts that are long-form interviews, essentially, where he can just kind of be himself. But in short little nuggets, he's very squirmy and swarmy and just like, oh, gosh. Yeah, his musings are dumb. So it's like stick to the stick to what you know. All right. Stick to what you know. Let somebody else take over the social media. So he was talking about the patch of um, like the patch for the mission, the Apollo 11 mission. He's like, you know, there's no there's no American flag and there's no, you know, mention of like the space instruments and everything else. I'm like, yes. It, it's a it's a picture of an eagle above the earth, a bald eagle. Yeah, and I'm like, yes, the bald eagle, the official bird of the world. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> like this is so. But it drives me crazy that we have this. We we we're, we're so inclined now to say that when we have issues, they are uniquely American, and when we have successes, they are uniquely of the world. Yeah, yeah. it annoys the crap out of me. Look, well, I'll be the first one to say we've made mistakes, 
but don't don't take away our successes all of a sudden yeah. too. This is yeah. a little, this is getting ridiculous. True. Yeah. Nobody I mean, has anything to say to that. Well, I mean, really? I, mean I mean, think about this. Really? The, think about this. The World Series, we the, play only like we play what a team in Canada. I mean, come on now. That's that. You're right, but the <laughs> only way to fix it is again with guillotines and possibly and skull universal pyramids. basic income and skull pyramids. What? That's it. What is a skull pyramid? What's a skull pyramid? I don't know what we're talking about here. Is this like you know stacking the skulls of your enemies? Oh, people wow. who don't fall in line with your your goals. How many watch lists are you on? Not enough. <laughs> Can you even Not fly enough. anywhere? No, I Have bet you, they I've let never me fly. tried to fly once in my life. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I got don't st- when I'm on the plane. I got stopped on a plane. I got stopped on on Friday, uh, flying to North Carolina. Really? <laughs> because I had gummy bears in my backpack. I did a search. Oh my god! Yeah, and then and, and so were it, they just gummy bears? They're though? CBDs, they just, bro. They were just they were just gummies. No, and it's for my knees, man. It's for <laughs> my knees. No, I got the glaucoma. See, now. My knees hurt. Oh, it's a different strain, bro. You don't dude, understand. So, so the last time I flew, I flew home from uh, from what was Christmas it? Christmas Cooch. No, from from Arizona, visiting Matt, who was here on the show recently. Yeah. And uh, and so you know, like how the body scanners, if they find something <laughs> under your layer of 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 clothing, that. Is, might be suspicious or whatever. It'll highlight a yellow box where that like, did that they thing find be, vibranium on you? They did not. <laughs> what they did find was like so. One time, my uh, my ankle set it off. So I had like I had like three little squares where my where my plate is in my ankle. Right? From, were you under house arrest? Come I was. On, I was not. No, no, no. <laughs> no my I, ankle I have, set it off. I have six screws and a titanium plate in my ankle. Right? Ooh. Nice. So playing sports. Um, and so, like, and see, this whole time I just thought it was an extra bone, but it's actually a plate and extra screws yeah, yeah, yeah. too. Yeah, 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 exactly. We're, we're bi- <laughs> black, well, black, black folks are bionic. I can't, I can't believe this. <laughs> black people are the real bionicals. <laughs> this is crazy. True, true. And my, my mom was the actual <laughs> first black female Terminator, FYI. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so I'm sitting there in the body scanner, right? And I get four yellow squares on my dick. What? And then one on my bunghole, right? <laughs> like literally Sir, the center of that, the back. Is that an assault dick? <laughs> <laughs> they call me Douglas. They call me Douglas. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh my gosh. so the guy's like, so the guy pulls me aside and he's like, he's like, hey, um, do you want to go to a private room for, for an extended pat down? And I was like, what is this, a Motel 6? I was like, no, man, let's just do it. So this guy is legitimately, he puts a glove on and is manhandling my dick. Just trying to make right. sure that it's actually shake anything pe- out of it <laughs> trying to make sure it's my actual penis and he grabs me by the butthole <laughs> just oh to make sure there's nothing gosh. back there right? meanwhile while he's grabbing my dick this old lady is walking with her bag uh-huh. across the thing and we lock eyes she looks down she sees what's happening and she's just like <laughs> averts her gaze <laughs> and just like power walks as fast as her little old legs will take her right so they then swab my hands for bomb making material or whatever it may be <laughs> Sir, did you lodge a uh, bomb in your dick? <laughs> so, no. Do you, any, do you have any weapons, sir? Not no, this man. week. Just this bomb-ass dick. And <laughs> he said, "Bomb, get him down, get him down." <laughs> Dude. So yeah, and so ever since my the initial ankle thing, I've been stopped almost every time when I'm flying for for an extended. Jeez, thing. Louise. So yeah, but that was the the worst of it when I had to lock eyes with that little old lady. <laughs> yeah, if you just stay in the trailer park, they don't really put you on that many watch lists. So. <laughs> That's how I say all right. <laughs> What's the uh, security screening process like to get into the trailer park, Stephen? 
How many scanners do you have to go through there? We don't talk about it. <laughs> if you don't smell like meth, they don't let you in. <laughs> but you yeah, gotta know Len. Yeah. You gotta know the right people. You gotta know Lenny. Jeez Louise. Lenny's got the hook. All right, up. so we went to the moon. That was kind of crazy. Now I want to talk about Planned Parenthood aborting Dr. Leanna Wynn. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Leanna Wynn, rip. She was only working with Planned Parenthood for eight months before they terminated her contract. And, well, I'd like to say that's pretty impressive because not many people make it past nine months at Planned Parenthood. Are you saying she was forcibly ousted? I think they pushed her out. <laughs> forcibly. Uh, I, I got that. I forcibly. See that. Did something. You think you're missing the forcep part of forcep? forcep. Lee. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Surgically. I, like I gotcha. I like the forcep Lee. Yes, they got her. So the reasoning behind this is really quite sad. Apparently, she was using a dialogue that Planned Parenthood didn't exactly feel comfortable with. And um, I'm just going to go ahead and throw a trigger warning out there. She liked to use the word women. <gasps> Uh, Planned Parenthood didn't like that. They she said, doesn't uh, know that women are canceled. Yeah, and it's a are they white women? <laughs> all women, all women, black Ariel included. So, <laughs> anyways, I'm a mermaid, but I identify as a woman. Take my voice and give me some dick. Anyways, <laughs> yes. Which is problematic. Should we go back to calling them gashes? (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Broads and dames. (laughs) Planned Parenthood didn't like that. Uh, They asked her to use terminology like people and and other non gender specific things. And Dr. Leanna Wynn uh, and her degree in biology kind of had a problem with that. (laughs) She said, LOL, hoes mad. (laughs) Yeah. Women be aborting. And uh, <laughs> she didn't want to fall in line. There were a few other phrases I can't think of off the top of my head as well that they were like, oh, we need you to clean up uh, your terminology. And uh, she wouldn't do that. So she, she and, and once again, her position, she was like at the top of Planned Parenthood. This yeah. was not just somebody that, you know, like this was a very important position for them. And they were willing to over nothing, essentially. I just to me, it's really bothersome when a place like Planned Parenthood that always just says, you know, this is healthcare, this is healthcare, this is healthcare, is more concerned with activism than actual healthcare. Seemingly, when they disagreed with one of their their doctors. True. So, what, what's you guys' takes on this? Well, I, I mean, for me, it's you're. Abs- I think you're absolutely right. Where you have, you know, it's it's very difficult to say that you are the organization that you say that you are when you are clearly, as you say, more focused with the PR and everything else than, you know, than, than doing what's right and providing, you know, a good, <coughs> safe place for women to come and actually not just get abortion services, but are able to get, you know, condoms or whatever that they may need to take better ownership of their sexual health or and, and, and even just their health in general, you know, because sometimes, you know, Planned Parenthood is the only women's care that a lot of women will get. So, you know, and, and so saying that having to ban the word woman, so to speak, from their publishings or whatever i think is a you know is a major misstep and especially for someone who is you know who who is a preeminent thought or not not a preeminent but she's a very significant voice in the women's health you know 
yeah. area. What do you think, Steven? Wax my balls. <laughs> Call me that's, ma'am. That's coming up next. <laughs> what do you think about this? Man, the, all these hoes are mad. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> Or if we stopped, they wouldn't doctors be Doctors can't refer to genetic women as women? Yeah. It's Are we going to stop referring to sickle cell as a, uh, as, as a I'll give disease? You, I'll, give, I'll give you an example. I'll give you an example. And this is what bothers me with today's um, activism and how I think it gets in the way of actual hard sciences. Back in the day, there was an emotional response to HIV and AIDS and that was that oh you know to they knew to combat this they would need to get certain people on board and the gay community is despite how loud and fabulous they are is a very small community mm-hmm. okay they the thought was you know the emotional response to that was like well no, no no this isn't just a homosexual issue this is a straight issue as well and in in and in 10 20 years this is going to ravage the straight community as well so you guys need to get on board now or this is going to be an issue that wasn't the case that has never been the case and it most likely will never be the case but that was the emotional response to a scientific issue and i think we're seeing more and more today we're having those responses and unfortunately we are unable to say look this is what the data says this is what's actually happening. And instead, we're filling in the blank with the flavor of the week, whatever it might be. Mm. And right now, it's trans everything. So you can't possibly accidentally misuse someone's pronouns or heaven forbid. And once again, I'm not even against that. If somebody wants me to call them something, I'll call them something. I don't have I don't have any issue if you wanted me, Stephen, to call you Steve instead of Stephen. I'd call you Steve. I don't care. I'll call you whatever the hell you want me to. Right? Like, I, I have no problem with that. Call him Kitty. I, I call him Kitty. I've called him Kitty every time. Every time I've called him Kitty. Like, I don't care. That is not my issue. My issue is when it starts to get in the way of actual progress, of actual information. And Dr. Leanna Wynn was at the, the, the spearhead of this whole thing, and she's gone because she didn't want to use the right, what they deemed the correct terminology. And I think that's really sad. And I think it's getting in the way of us actually helping people. True. Yeah. What do you think, Steven? What do you think, Kitty? What do you think, Steve? Yeah. Steve-o? Stefan? Esteban. How many people call you Stefan? Not, not nearly enough. <laughs> not nearly <laughs> enough. All right. We're going to get to the Canadian, what I'm referring to as the Canadian waxing incident. I, I, I got to go pay. Go. Um, go be. Yeah, no, no, you're good. We'll still be talking about it when you come back. You're good. You're good, man. Your ears can breathe. Your ears can breathe, dude. Moist. There you go. Well, we, we didn't need to hear that. Go go pee. Make sure you wash your hands, too, bud. There's soap in there. I put that in there for you guys. Thank you. are welcome. You're welcome, bud. Take a load off. Drop a load while you're at it. All right, he's gone. We can talk about what we want to talk about. Yeah, let's talk about him. No, so um, the uh, Canadian waxing incident, and you, we had talked just briefly prior to the podcast, but you are aware of this. You yes. know what had happened. So yes. br- break it down for us. Just just the just the cliff notes here, and then so, we'll start talking about it. So there is a trans woman pre-op who uh, decided to get a wax job. You got you got to gussy up your junk, yep. no matter who you are. Yep, you yep, gotta, yep. You got to neaten it up. Yep. Um, and I guess there were I guess not one but a few, fifteen to be exact. Fifteen uh, different waxing parlors said, no, 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 no. I thought it was the same one. 
Oh, I thought, thought it was it was one parlor with the fifteen different people that oh, worked there. Right, right, right. I thought I thought it was maybe like an like an eye salon or something where it's like you sell like the maybe booths, maybe something. Yeah, yeah, anyway, yeah. But there were it was fifteen different people. People who true. there were people who were doing waxing and they said, "No, we're not going to wax your balls and your your junk," and um and is now suing for discrimination. This is like gone to the highest courts in Canada, which is why Canada's a joke. Right, and it's like it's it's uh it's interesting because I don't know. I feel like as if. You just try a different salon, try a different waxing person, just yeah. call around, see whatever. And I and I think that like for, you know, I I think if you are a sole proprietor of a business in that situation, and if you don't feel comfortable with a dick in your face, no matter whether it's a trans dick or a straight dick, whatever, like I think that you should be able to say like I don't wax dudes, you know, like I, I, I or no, I but that's real woman's rights now in 2019 is forcing them to wax a dick. Because <laughs> I mean, 99, the, the well, peak. well, 99 percent of their you know of their customers are going to be female. More importantly, they're not trained. If you're trained to wax a vagina, you're not trained to wax a ball Yo, and chain. Dude, dick topography is like on another you're level. Not, there's there's veins. We just talked about this wrinkles. with Dr. Leanna <laughs> Wynn. Like, this is activism getting in the way of actual public health. None of them were trained in waxing balls and dick. They are trained in waxing one thing, and they're like, we, A, we're not trained in this. B, we don't feel comfortable doing it, so what's the issue? Okay, wax so, my feminine balls, so, bigot. So don't limit them to only being able to wax vaginas. They can probably wax buttholes, too, all right? It's it's a part of the cri- of, of the curriculum in waxing You schools. mean boy pussies? <laughs> Jeez Louise. I'm glad you cleared your head when you went to the restroom. Man, my fucking eyeballs were swimming. <laughs> Do you have to censor every time I say the end? The, well, the N word? Yes. <laughs> yes, I do. I do. F-word. Oh, my God. <laughs> every time you say the N word, I do. No, the okay? F word. And I'm swinging on oh, like Antoine and, Dodson. Oh, my gosh. Back to Bagel Man real quick, and we'll get back to this because this is more important. But they asked him as well when, on the if you're racist question, and he first answered, well, no, I got plenty of black friends. He's like, but if, you know, a black guy is being mean to me or steals something, I'm going to call him the N word. <laughs> This guy. guy is less than this useless. Guy. Oh man. And then when they asked him what his perfect mate would be, he said, uh, the first thing out of his mouth was educated. And I thought, that's funny since he didn't know what misogyny <laughs> <laughs> Continue, though. We're talking about uh the Canadian waxing incident, which is not the title of my favorite Twilight Zone episode. All right. That's what we're talking about now. So continue, Yanis. I'm sorry. Canadian waxing incident will be my uh, next trivia team name. <laughs> <laughs> or a good like ska band name exactly ska right? band yeah yes yes all girl ska band though <laughs> just we are the canadian waxing incident <laughs> we're here to wax your crack your sack <laughs> and, and your, your mama's back and your mama's back <laughs> and trans women are no longer under attack <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah there you go there you go but yeah no i i mean it's i just think that like in that situation i think if you're not used to having ever waxed male genitalia i don't think that well they are female genitalia <laughs> it's an identified if, female if you have a y chromosome the oh, result the, the, the oh. result Band, Yannis. The, resu- uh, um, the resulting genitalia in what it looks like. Oh, it sounds like would hate be, speech. Would be very, very difficult to wax. And I think that, like, you, I think because you would have to lift it up 
they said that none of them have been trained in doing it. Exactly. That's the actual like statement. They're like, look, we don't do that here. We've yeah. never been trained in this. We don't feel comfortable up the broveries. The broveries and the dick itself because you got to get the top of the butt of, of, of the nuts. Top of the right, butt. Right. The top of the, the top right. of the nuts. What is that region called? The the, the crevasse between uh from whence the, the wiener taint. springs. No, no, no. Between, <laughs> between the, the dick the, and the balls. The dick and the balls. Oh, what's mean, that region called? The meat shelf. <laughs> this is very scientific. This is the kind of terminology Planned Parenthood would frown upon. <laughs> or if you're into humiliation, the footlocker. <laughs> uh, this is only going to be a 20 minute podcast <laughs> after I get done editing it. You're welcome. Oh my gosh. But yeah, if so they're, if they're not trained, I say you you don't whack because like because ball skin is a totally different kettle of worms it's it's tender it's very so tender. so steven what do, what do you think about this i think what do you think about the fact that it's gone to the highest court in canada <sighs> it's it's canada it's it's you know the land of mooses justin and trudeau cucks. yeah <laughs> fucking cucks. castro's illegitimate love child <laughs> oh if God. you're not familiar with that conspiracy theory check it out it's entertaining <laughs> I like that Ted Cruz is really the the Zodiac killer. Yeah, yeah that's good. Like oh, yeah. and he plays along yes, with it now. That's, that's so the best great. Part. Does he? he? Does, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. oh my. Yes. God. Like so a boss. Oh. Yeah. I that that actually makes me like him. So yeah, this is an absolute joke. Um, once again, and 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 th- this big fear that you might misgender or call someone the wrong thing in lieu of what's physically and tangibly in front of you. Why is, is my is balls a, bigot? Is a joke. And how did you put it earlier? You were talking about like how we've gone from like bake the cake yeah, to in, wax in, my balls. In 20, 20, <laughs> 2014, it's, you know, in 2012, it's let's get married, bigot. And I was on board with that. I was happy when oh, yeah. homosexual people were allowed to get married because it's, it's a legal binding contract. So it has ramifications outside of the religious ones, even though philosophically personally i do view marriage as a religious sacrament you know i i hope that makes sense you know i was still happy for them to be able to you know they can participate in their beliefs good for them then in in 2014 it's you know you gotta make christian bakers bake this cake for us well you know i i i kind of get both sides but ultimately i say you know freedom of association is always paramount for me and then you know it's uh, uh, now it's. Uh, so what was your argument then for him having to bake the cake? If you said you could see both sides, I mean, I'm, I'm just not, interested. If if everybody is free to say no, then nobody does it, and it becomes this like taboo thing, you know. And maybe, but I, don't know. I can't see every baker saying no. I don't see that no. either. Not even if on you're the same into block. Weddings, yeah. And those are those are extravagant, expensive weddings. Those gay dudes. weddings. Yeah. Oh my gosh. But but even then, like uh, back then, like I'm sorry, but like there had been plenty of other like female or even homosexual owned bakeries That's in my the Denver point, yeah. area that they yeah. could have gone to. And I I think picking that fight again, it's about consumer sovereignty and letting your feet do the you know, do the walking or do the talking rather. And if that's not they're not gonna make your cake for you, then move on. Be pissed. Tell them to you know fuck off. Whatever. Like how dare you just you know disrespect my union and then move on with your life. Don't bring it to Supreme Court or whatever. Yeah, I'm yeah. with you on that. Yeah, but that's just but continue. And and you know now it's it's turned into wax my balls, bigot. Like 
You know, it's it's a slippery slope, and I don't know. It'll be slippery junk, too, once you wax it. Yeah. It'll be as smooth as eggs. Smooth oh, as eggs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to break those eggs. But just right. breaking balls. So to stay on this, we'll talk about Berkeley. Uh, once again, working on some terminology here. They renamed manholes. Yeah. There are no more manholes yeah. in the Berkeley area. What did they is maintenance holes, which is funny cuz I'm pretty sure that's what they were called originally and they just shortened it to manhole. <laughs> 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 <A> maintenance hole. <laughs> but I don't know, but they they renamed it. So once again, I think this does nothing for no one. It yeah, it just raises a stink and it's like, I don't know. It's just It's a person orifice. <laughs> <laughs> I just like honestly, it's getting to a point where if this this continues, like in ten or fifteen years, I don't know if I'm gonna speak the language. Yeah. Like yeah. imagine just trying to interact Not without with going any of these to jail. People. You won't. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. That they're turning this into, and that's when they turn this emphasis into like they're they're starting to try to define what hate speech is, yeah. which I think is really dangerous. This is why it's dangerous. Yeah. Because it starts off with hey. Don't yell racial slurs at people. Okay, we can all get behind that. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next thing you know, it's this. Yeah. And you're like, oh, gosh. Yeah. yeah. John Leguizamo does this thing in uh, his sexaholic stand-up special from back in the 90s. I'm not sure if you were... Uh, I know. Actually, pretty funny. And, uh, and so he talks about like his uh, activist aunt back in the day, and she's like, John, why is it herpes and not himpies? <laughs> why is it history and not her story you know and it's like and it's that type of shit that we're seeing now where it's like it's like yeah that's a good point yeah you know it's like <laughs> and it, we let those idiots it's those people vote. yeah right and it's like it's it's just what crazy. was God. what was a joke in the 90s is now law yeah. in 2019 yeah, it's crazy it's crazy i just i just think it's just an unnecessary just it I don't think anyone is thinking, well, women aren't allowed to go down to these sewer maintenance holes. You know, like it's like <laughs> yeah. it's a barrier to being like a public, a public works. Well, OK, but worker. That's, that's you know what? Speaking of which, we're all about there's not enough women in science. Why don't we start filling in the blanks with the the, uh, you know, the municipal workers? There's not enough women in that. Why don't yeah. we? Why, why, why aren't we? Why aren't we championing more whoa, women? Whoa, women, whoa, women, whoa. trash collectors. Yeah. Why aren't we championing more women in the armed forces? Why aren't we championing all these other things? No, no, no. They go straight to the sciences. Give me a freaking break. Those are so good. So now I want to talk about our good friend, Bernie Sanders. Ooh. Feel the burn, Bernie. Um, he's talked about wanting a $15 minimum wage and, you know, he even specifically dealt with Walmart once Walmart did the $15 and then as everyone knew they would cut hours and he's like, that's not right. You gotta keep that. Well, within his own campaign, the people have been fighting for $15 an hour. He finally gave it to him. And what did he do? He cut their hours. <laughs> Bernie can't even reach that socialist utopia within his own campaign. What hope do we have for the rest of the country? Please react to this, please. It's uh, it's to be expected. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean, scarcity is you know, you have everyone has limited resources, right? And it's not until you are faced with making a tough decision between All right, actually Thanos. <laughs> about actually. Oh, that's very Malthusian of you, it and I believe very... Malthus was proven wrong several times. <laughs> are you doing the Dave Chappelle white voice at me, my Yes. yes. <laughs> but no, but it's the truth. It's like when you're faced with <laughs> scarcity, like. You, that's what you do. You make those kinds of decisions to be able to be like, well, do I Agreed. keep my campaign going or do I cut some hours here? And it sucks because he's but, – but then again, it exposes him for being a hypocrite. And I and – I, and I, I mean – Name – give me the list of the people that Bernie Sanders has helped lift out of poverty. It's um, one name. It's Bernie Sanders. 
<laughs> okay, that's what he's done. Well, I don't think he, I don't think he's disingenuous. In of course not. Not any more disingenuous than than the the, the pretty girl on Miss America that says she wants world peace. Right. That doesn't mean it's realistic. It's not realistic, especially now that he is an employer, and you know he has to figure out how to keep his campaign going for longer. And and again, if the if, you know if the campaign cycle was shorter, he wouldn't have that problem. When he bowed <laughs> to Clinton, <laughs> when when he bowed to Clinton in 2016, he showed what a worthless worthless figurehead. But he didn't here. bow. He was he was he was railroaded. You know? Okay, but he didn't put up any fight, and he even like welcomed her out the next night and conceded. But but think of how took the fucking knee. He like didn't want to get suicided. But, if you've got three houses, of, you don't want to get suicided but either. Think of how many people are now like sucking Trump's, you know, dick? And they're chicken shits too. They're right. all chicken. So shits. I mean, it's it's all about you got to kiss the ring when it's there. I mean, Man, f- the ring. <laughs> From time to time, the tree of liberty. Blah 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 blah. Y'all there you go. Rest, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. Good job. Good job. Yeah. So, Stephen, what, what do you what do you think about this, Bernie Sanders? Since you're on the Yang Gang, um, he's just the Asian version Bernie, of Bernie Sanders. Bernie is just stealing votes from legitimate candidates <laughs> who have their finger on the pulse of what's going on on the left and in what's left of the center. That God, I hope some sensible populist comes along to reunite the center like we had in the you know, early 70s to early 80s before it started getting so polarized. So you think he's just wasting people's votes? Right. I think that unless something like that happens, we're headed for a lot of growing pains. Okay, okay. So then do we think that he lost what he had? I'm not even talking about how he got screwed out of the election. That's a whole different discussion because he got screwed out of the election. But I felt like I told people a lot of times that there were only two candidates in 2016 that I felt like got people excited, and that was Bernie Sanders and Donald Trump. Those were the two people that I felt like actually, whoa, holy crap. He did, yeah. And so what's different now? Why is he not just coming I mean, back it's with a blaze? Because he's he's later. polling, he's polling like garbage. Oh yeah, it's another. No, I four thought years he would come later, back and be great. It's well, been a no. whole paradigm shift. The Overton window has moved further to the left. That's true. Yeah, I mean. But surely it hasn't moved past him. Different. It's still, 2019. It's he, current year five. He is still on some bumper stickers. All right, he's going to have some relevance, but he's obviously not. He's not but sexy how enough, right? Old so, is he? so, but okay. But here's the question, he's I guess. A million. Is it? Is it? <laughs> like, sit the f- down. In socialist yeah. years, he's dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did he lose that, or did someone else take it? Like, do you think Andrew Yang is the younger, him. hipper, more Asian version of Bernie Sanders? I just think he, I think he is. I think. I think he's just out of his window. I think that he is no longer relevant. For the message that he's trying to, to, you know, to to deliver, I think that there are plenty of other people who are delivering his message in a much sexier way, in a much less angry, right, right, like Tulsi Gabbard, right, you know, like there's this whole wave of people who are like just a hair left of center Democrats, and they're just a hair left of center because what is the center left has moved so far? Oh, agreed, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. but they are, you know, they're that's as good as we're gonna get, like. I honestly believe that uh, something like that is the only thing that will stave off an impending conflict, civil war, something like that. Is People that look different than us. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't think it will be like that. I think it will be socioeconomic. Nah. Really? I don't think yeah. so. I think the 1% can afford better weapons than us. Oh, certainly. <laughs> and yeah, security. No. Yeah, no, I, mean, I, I don't know, man. I, I just think that people at that level, have they're spread so thin that I don't, I don't think that they have an I, and, and Americans in general are so soft 
that ain't nobody picking up arms. This, this ain't this ain't 17th century France, man, or 18th century France. This is yeah. American. As long soft. as there's air conditioning and limitless food, you're you right. give and, me and central Xbox? air and a golden corral. Yeah, I ain't fighting nobody. Yeah, yeah. man, give them Xbox. That's what's happening. Yeah, man, that's where it's yeah. at. But uh, yeah, we, I mean, we I think I think everyone is so pacified, and I think everyone is so focused on consumerism, you know, that it's and, and like I said before, like in in our last episode, that I I believe that people are we like we've spent so much time just trying to survive and then trying to like pacify ourselves that we don't have the ability to better ourselves, to give a shit about anything that's happening as long as we're able to get the things that, you know, that are, you know, meeting that immediate need of, you know, you know, just distraction or, you know, eating McDonald's or whatever. Right. I had Taco Bell for dinner myself. You know, it's like, but there's, <clears throat> you know. And he didn't bring me any, just, just so everyone knows. I figured you already eaten, man. I'm sorry. Uh-huh. I was, I was eating village in chocolate peanut butter pie when you messaged me. Yo, come over early. Village in is that shit. Yeah. I forgot how good they were. I'm glad. I I'm went glad there. both of you have eaten. I got the eggs Benedict Florentine. Yo. Oh, it was so dank. Have you, did you go there on Wednesdays with the free pie? I'm going to now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <Any laughs> Didn't on- know about it. Any entree, free pie, son. Are you serious? All day Wednesday, bro. I don't have my kid Wednesday either. Oh, <laughs> 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 Old bastard. She no always free gets pie food. for you. Yeah. You get free life. <laughs> <laughs> that's oh, awesome. Jeez, Louise. All right. Well, so go get your free pie on Wednesdays. At Village Inn. We are prostitutes. We'll give you a spot. Yeah, Village yep. Inn. Vill- <laughs> Give us we don't hit the demographics of Village Inn as advertising, no, too. No, I don't no. think anyone over 70 listens to this <laughs> podcast. My so. day job does. Well, there you go. <laughs> nice. So for Steven, a.k.a. Kitty, and Yanis, this has been, and this has been, another episode of the Snap Crackle Podcast. We will see you guys next week. Woo! Eat. Yeah.